Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of February 19, 2022. Our local stories this week feature Escucha Mi Vos, Kelowna parking tickets, and school bus bids, but first, a look at the big picture. The Iowa legislature this week approved a 2.5% increase in school supplemental aid, much less than most school districts had requested. Republican State Senator and Education Committee Chair Amy Sinclair defended the proposal. Republican senators establish rates of growth that are sustainable, predictable, reliable, and funded. We make promises that we keep, and we will continue to do so. School officials, however, said they were unconvinced. Washington Superintendent Willie Stone said he was disappointed. Uh, My immediate thoughts are how they expect everything to work out. Um, You know, with CPI being at 7.5% and uh, them giving the districts 2.5%, all of our costs are going up at a rate of approximately 7.5%. That math just doesn't work out very well, and I'm not sure... I guess I'm not sure how they expect uh, everyone to be where they're supposed to be at or and uh, just to be able to operate. Uh, so I was disappointed. Highland and Waco Superintendent Ken Crawford said the disappointment was magnified by the state's current budget surplus. It's been 1% and 2% uh, for the last six years. I mean, when they say they have a surplus, that's because they haven't been funding education uh, at the rates that they have in the past. And now that they have a surplus and they act like they don't know what to do with it, well, it's a surplus because they didn't fund education and they didn't fund the kids of Iowa. Mid-Prairie Superintendent Mark Schneider said the move set districts up to lose money next year. So for negotiations this year, uh, uh, the teachers, the, uh, the teachers association will know that if they carry things to arbitration, uh, that they're going to get three percent. Uh, the, the difficulty with that is that the legislature set the SSA at 2.5%. So every school district in the state of Iowa is probably guaranteed that the money they receive uh, through SSA is not going to be able to cover the salary and benefits increase. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Todd Hahn Construction's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. Washington Mayor Jaron Rosine met with around 40 members of advocacy group Escucha Mi Vos on Wednesday night. While the mayor said he sympathized with their stories, he stopped short of backing their proposal for direct relief checks to excluded workers. I want to support the community like the community supports Washington. Support might not look like what you've described tonight. And I want to be honest that I see some support, but I don't know that it will, it will fly or that it will be successful, but, but we can ask. I support something that helps the, the people, support something that helps like in the humanitarian category. I don't see this having council support at all. 
Some advocates, including group member Jane Davis, accused Rosine of deflecting blame. Organizer David Goodner said he was disappointed in Rosine's response. I think he has a lot more power than he wanted to admit. He can help set the agenda, and if he says he wants something, the other counselors are going to Kelowna residents have seen an uptick in parking citations as the city seeks to crack down on violations. City Administrator Ryan Schlabach said the increased enforcement was a city council directive. You know, I think there, there's been some community complaints uh, on parking. Uh, specific to um, parking that's not within um, our ordinance where they're, you know, maybe not parked close enough to the curb or they're parked uh, uh, against the curb and not with traffic, uh, vehicles parked uh, wrong way and so forth. So, you know, the council has, has asked for just some increased visibility from our law enforcement from the Washington County Sheriff's Office and uh, to also, you know, look at, at what that enforcement looks like. Slaba said there were no particular problem areas. You know, I think it's it's more, um, you know, just just changing people's habits and uh, and how they may have parked for for some time, and some of those concerns, comments coming to council, and and wanting a, a larger enforcement on those, uh, so that we can work with the public and educate them on on some of those concerns and, and what might or might not be a violation. So, no, there, there's no one particular area in town, you know, as we kind of drive around to staff and so forth, you know, there, you know, some here, some there. And I think that's what law enforcement found when you, you kind of look through the, the tickets and, and where they're located. Washington County Sheriff Jared Schneider said the effort was ongoing. It's kind of an, an ongoing thing that, you know, we'll continue to have some conversations with the city of Kelowna and see how they want us to proceed. So hopefully through uh, some more education, we can, you know, work with the residents and get some of those issues corrected. The Washington School District has approved a bid for two new buses despite an unusually high price tag. Transportation Director Woody Hardin said the district had few options to choose from. Uh, we sent out bids and uh, I sent bids to uh, truck center companies, the Thomas Mueller and Hogan bus and truck, and uh, school bus sales. Uh, we only got one bid back from school bus sales. Hardin said acquisitions were complicated by the Volkswagen settlement cash used for the purchase. The funds help schools acquire more environmentally friendly buses, but the preference toward propane field vehicles limits the district. Truck center companies did send a letter saying that Thomas Bus no longer has a propane option. And I don't know why uh, Hoagland Bus and Truck didn't send anything back, but I have heard that they have suspended the production of their gas and propane engine. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what industry ramblings are. As prices have climbed, that settlement cash has lost some of its buying power. It started out as a great deal, now with the big jump in the bus prices now, not, not so great. Because it was buy one, get one free, basically, because when we, when we initially did the, the second cycle of the first grant, the buses were right around $117,000 a piece, and now they're around $100,000. 30,000 piece, so pretty big jump. That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week right after this. Just a reminder, if you're interested in getting a message out to our listeners, you can give our office a call at 319-653-2191. 
messages don't necessarily have to be ads. We'll also take birthday messages, anniversary announcements, and anything else you want our listeners to hear in 150 words or less. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Washington County Conservation announced the addition of over 100 acres to the English River Watershed Protection Area this week. Conservation Director Zach Rosmus said the land had extensive biodiversity. The southern side of it is divided by the English River, so there's a north and a south side to it. So the south side is predominantly wetlands. Um, It is in the WRP program, and that's a wetland reserve program, which is essentially a a permanent easement associated with the property, um, where essentially it can never be developed um, associated with it. And there's some native seedings on it, some nice willow thickets, you know, a lot of lowland timber, so a lot of the maple trees, you know, walnuts that you see on river bottoms. And then the northern half actually has some lowland timber and actually gets into some bluff timber with a lot of oaks and hickories that are present on the property. So you really get a unique blend of a lot of, you know, diverse habitats associated with one property um, because they're, with it being on the north side, with it being a little bit higher ground, and there's also the south side where it's a lowland uh, river bottom ground. While the land is meant for recreational use, Rosmus said that extended beyond just hunting and fishing. Yeah, so it'll definitely be a recreation property is how I'd like to deem it because, you know, um, you know, here in the Midwest, especially a lot of our conservationists or environmentally conscious individuals are hunters, you know, fishers, whatever it might be. But I don't want to like essentially just put it, that's the only thing that this property is going to be open for because, you know, bird watchers, um, there's going to be a significant amount of waterfowl on this property and just recreation, you know, as far as like getting out hiking, you know, enjoying those things in the outdoors, you know, too, is going to be something that this property is going to provide. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. Give us a call if you want us to read an ad or a message for you during the break. 319-653-2191. You can support the show for free by recommending it to someone you know, or everyone you know. However many people you share this show with, we'd really appreciate it. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.